All right, I'm back. I am so sorry I got cut off right in the middle of my teaching with you. So we're going to call this a part two. I'll name it and then when you see it, you'll see this, the two together. And when you hear the first one get cut off, you know it's time to go to part two. Sorry about that, but I'm back. I'm back. Let's do something. Let's do our, our little exercise and get back into our lesson, okay? I hope you were enjoying it. I sure hope you were enjoying this teaching. But let's everybody stand up on our feet right now. Oh, stretch our arms up and bring them down. Stretch. Bring them down. We've been sitting for a little while, huh? All right, let's do our... Our opening exercise, the open, close them, open, close them. Remember, give your hands a clap. All right, so we can get started back into our lesson. Are you ready? Hands up in the air, and that's when we worship God. And we, saw, we call that open hands up in the air for the worship. And we closed our hands, put them in front of our chest in a prayer position, both hands pressed together. And then we give our hands a clap. Then we open our hands and we close our hands in prayer. That clap, remember that clap is a praise, right? But then we open and close them, give our hands a clap, and then we fold them in our lap, right? And that's when we're ready to get back into our lesson. So let's go. You ready? Say it with me because you've heard this enough times. Let's go. Open, close them. Open, close them. Give your hands a clap. Open, close them. Open, close them. Fold them on your lap. And you take a seat and your hands should be folded in your lap. You might say, well, why do we have to fold our hands in our lap? Because that way we'll all be comfortable and have our own space and nobody will be bothering anybody if your hands are folded in your lap, right? <laughs> and you can listen. That means you're ready to listen. That's what it means to me. And now that's what it means to you. That's just an indication that you're ready to listen and get right back into our lesson. We were cut off accidentally, but I'm right back here. And we're going to go right on back into our lesson. And um, since this is a second lesson, I might be able to bring in a little more than what I intended to bring in, okay, into this, into this lesson. So let's start back where we left off. The last thing I was talking to you about was when the Bible was, remember we're talking about blessings, bless, blessed, what did I say? Bless mean happy. Yes, that's right. Happy, happy. So the last one we did the last blessed blessing Jesus gave us was um, blessed are those uh, blessed are those whose heart are pure. Blessed are the pure in heart. And it says they will see God. Remember I was telling you that all, everything around you, all good things come from God. And when you have good things happen around you and you see good things and you hear good things. Remember I was telling you. You see God at work. You can see God through the good that he does in our lives. And then one day, um, one day when he takes us all home to be with him in heaven, we will be with him and we'll surely see God then. But right now we want to see God in every 
good works that we do for him and that he does for us and around us. And in, and in the beautiful nature, man didn't make trees and birds and, and flowers. God did that. And so when you see these beautiful things and when you hear the birds singing and you see the sunshine and the stars in the sky, just know that God did all that. And this, that just gives you a sense of seeing God. Amen. Mighty are the works of his hands. And one day we're going to see him face to face. And that's what we want to get to, right? To, the, to when we get to see him face to face. The next one is, our next blessing that Jesus pronounced on us is, Blessed are those who make peace. We didn't talk about that one yet, right? No. Blessed are those who make peace. They will be called the sons of God, the children of God. Did we talk on that? Hmm. Well, is that where I ended last time? I think I ended, I I think I've ended with the pure in heart. So the peace, I just know that we read it and we know that we're blessed when we make peace, when we make friends, when we don't make enemies for by being an enemy, when we make peace with people. Even when they're not peaceable, we stay with this, with we stay with being peace. We don't throw rocks because they threw rocks at us. We want to be peaceable, peacemakers. In in your mom's and dad's Bible and our in the adults' Bible, it says, Bless are the peacemakers. Bless are those Bless are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And that's what he's telling us. So we don't want to argue, fuss, and fight when those things start stirring up, arguing, fussing, and fighting, and, and it's mine, no, it's mine, it's mine. No, no, no. Somebody have to be the peacemakers, and God wants each and every one of us to be a peacemaker, and he said we are blessed. We are the children of God, and we should be called the children of God because people will recognize God in us. Because we'll we'll be able to be peacemakers where other people would not be able to be peacemakers in some of the same little conflicts or gimme is mine, no it's mine. Okay, you can have it. Be a peacemaker. All right. So that's the blessing. That's the happy. What's the happy in that? Happy are the peacemakers, for they hmm will be called the sons of God, the children of God. Amen, amen. And then the next one is, blessed are those who suffer for doing right. Blessed are those who suffer for doing right. It's. I keep thinking I went through this, but I guess not. That's okay. We're going to go through it again, just in case, just in case those who suffer doing right. That's talking about God wants us to do right in everything and to be right in everything that we say and do because we know that God is watching us. Just like I told you when when we talked about the pure in heart, God sees our heart and, and he sees our actions in this world. He sees what we do and he hears what we say. And so we want to be right. And the only way to be right, if you have to know what right is, 
Amen. So that means we got to learn more and more about Jesus and his teachings. But you know enough about the difference in right and wrong that you can make a choice to always choose to be right. And what I mean being right, I'm not talking about um, just, let's see. What I, what I mean about being right, sometimes we can be right and and not have the right attitude. So it's like you might have the right answer to a question and somebody else may have the wrong answer, but you might say, ah, ha, ha, I got the right answer, I got the right No, we don't want to be boastful. We don't want to be proud. We just want to be right and do the right thing. And especially when it comes down to God's word, because he wants us to be right in our hearts. He wants us to be right when it comes down to showing mercy. He wants us to be right when it comes down to just having a desire, a hunger and thirst for his word. He wants us to be right when it comes down to just forgiving people and want us to be right in loving him amen so we want to be right blessed are those who suffer in doing right because when you are doing right there are going to be people who don't like you because they're not doing right right people the same kind of people they tend to get along right but when you're going against what other people are feeling and not everybody wants to be right and they think you're, they think you're, you know, not, they think you, you're not cool. <laughs> I don't know what your words are now. They think you're a snitch. They think you're, you're a crybaby. They think you are, or, you know, not, not fun to be around. That's all right. Say that's all right. Because I just want to be right with God. I want to obey God. I want to obey my parents. I want to do what is right because there's a blessing in it for you. And there's a blessing in it for us. And the blessing is, he says, the kingdom of heaven belongs to them who are right. Right in God's word, knowing God's word and being able to share God's word, God's mind and God's heart. That's right. Those things are right. Sometimes we have our own mind and own desires, but are, is it right with God's? Is it the same as God's? So we want to be right because God is our father and we want to please our heavenly father, right? Not just the children, but it's for the parents and for, for the big kids, the little kids, the grandparents, everybody, because God is everybody's father. So, wow, this was a lot, a lot of blessings, huh? A lot, a lot of happiness. You know why it says we'll be happy if we do these things? Because we can't get in trouble by when we're doing good things. You, nobody, you're not going to get in trouble by doing good, right? Right. And you're blessed. Sometimes you get rewards for doing good, but we don't. We're not looking for rewards. We're looking for God to be happy with us. We're looking for mom and dad to be happy with us. And they 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 will reward you when it's time. Amen. But our hearts want to be pure. We're doing it with a pure heart. Not because we think we're going to get something out of it, but because we want to be like Jesus. Amen. So, there's one more verse here. It says 
Be joyful and glad. Your reward in heaven is great. Oh, I was just talking about that, huh? A reward. So we know, but all we have to do is just do what God wants us to do. Be the kind of people that God wants us to be pleasing in God's sight. We, he wants to make us happy, but guess what? We want to make God happy. All right. All right. And the way we make God happy is by being obedient and loving and caring and 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 loving our parents and obeying our parents and helping our sisters and brothers to understand and helping them to tie their shoes and to fix their toys and to clean up their room be happy by doing good things and it makes you feel good on the inside and remember god is looking at your heart and he sees he sees you all of you, all parts of you, your heart and what you're doing in your life. He's watching you. And so, and we want to receive that great reward in heaven when it's all over, right? When we're ready to go to heaven and see God face to face. Woohoo! Good lesson. Good lesson. I enjoyed that lesson myself. I sure hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a lot out of it. We got some little kids. Got some real, 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 real little kids in the house. Huh? Do we have some real little kids in the house? We want to talk that. That was a talk for everybody, but especially the big kids. Especially the moms and the dads. Because God wants us all to be to do to be the same way. And to, to learn the same lessons. Okay? So let's read a little story to the little kids. You ready? Just just something that that you can remember and and think about and dream about. There was there's a story. Now remember we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. So the Old Testament is the beginning of God's story. That's what it is. It's the beginning of God's story. But listen to this. So I'm going to read from our Jesus Call Bible Storybook by Sarah Young. And I'm just going to read the beginning of this because I think the children, I think you'll be able to imagine all the work that God is doing. All right. So it says, um, we're going to start in the first part of Genesis. And I just want you to picture, picture everything that I'm saying. Oh, just listen real closely and try to see if you can see God in this. Okay. All right, so, all right, it says, A, B, C, one, two, three, everything begins somewhere. Imagine a place with nothing to see, hear, taste, or touch, or smell, no earth. No sky. In the beginning, there was nothing but God, the Father, His Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. God had a plan to create something big. On the first day, God said, let there be light. And it happened. God called, God called it daytime 
the darkness he called nighttime. On the second day, God separated the sky and the water. And on the third day, he created the land. Water swirled and swirled all around. God gathered the water into the sea and then up came land, hills, mountains, valleys, and plains. On the fourth day, I'm sorry, plants, plants, <laughs> valleys and plants. On the fourth day, God created the sun and popped the moon in the sky. God, God's huge, more, um, oh, more stars than, he hewed more stars than you can even count. <laughs> he threw more stars out there into the sky than we, anybody can ever count. But he wasn't finished yet. Oh, I wish you could see these pictures. They're so beautiful. She did such a beautiful picture of the stars and the moon and the sky and the sun all up there in the sky. God did that. It was God. Nobody else. No man. God created birds and sea, uh, sea creatures on the fifth day. Little, um, hmm, little giant whales. <laughs> okay. Teeny hummingbirds and tall ostrich. Have you ever seen an ostrich before? Or have you ever seen a hummingbird? Wow. Big difference in size, huh? Hummingbirds and an ostrich. The hummingbirds are in the are in the um family of birds, right? Hummingbird, that's why it's called a bird. An ostrich is not a bird. Oh, yes it is. I'm sorry, children. Yes. Hummingbirds. <laughs> you probably know better than I do. It's been a long time. Okay, 6 days was really special. God filled the earth with animals, worms wiggling in the dirt, giraffes reaching for the sky, lions roaring, monkeys laughing, animals, animals everywhere. But he still wasn't finished. What do you think God made next? That's a question. What do you think God made next? Little ones? <laughs> I hope you can picture this. I was hoping this would be nice story with pictures in it. And it is. I wish you could see the book. Well, that's where that story ended. And the next story is going to tell us, give us the answer to that question. But today, meanwhile, I'm just going to read the Jesus Call um, Bible verse. It says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That's the word of God. God is talking about himself. He's the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Alpha Alpha and Omega. He's the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Every word in this world. It comes from God. God is the word. Amen. And now here's a, here's a thought from the heart of God that we may 
look at. He says, I am Alpha and Omega. That means the beginning and the end. Most people call me Jesus. I am God's, I am God the Son. I made the heavens and the earth. Even then, long before you were born, I thought of you and I loved you. Ooh, isn't that something? Long before any of us was born, God was creating and he had us in mind. He knew we was going to be born. And he, so he knows all about us and he knows what's good for us because he's the one that planned it all. Amen. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that story. So at this time, um, we're going to stop right there. Because the next story, I'll bring the next story that will answer that question. What did God do next? And we'll talk about that next time. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this lesson. I pray to God that you'll have a good day. I know we're, we're, you've been in the house for a long time. So make sure you get some exercise and jump up and down and do the jumping jacks and the and all those kind of exercises and up in air and down, touch your feet and, and do some running in place and keep yourself energized, okay? Don't just sit, but you got to move around. Go help mom clean the house, help dad wash the car, get involved, be a family, be a loving family, a caring family. God is watching you. Amen and amen, and he will bless you, and he will keep you, and me, and mom, and dad, and grandma, and grandpa, and baby. He's got the whole world in his hand. God bless you, and keep you, and have a wonderful day.